0: What's going on my friends this is Dustin Stelzer with Electrician U and today we're going to talk about different voltage systems. right so when i was an apprentice i always wondered like what is the whole 120 240 208 277 like how do all of these numbers matter and where do we get them from so starting out you're going to come across like a lot of low voltages you're going to come across some medium voltages and then there's higher voltages now as electricians we call them low medium and high or we say line voltage but really high voltage is talking about like Five hundred thousand volts and as an electrician you're never going to come across that stuff so just for what we run into in the field typically we're talking about stuff under a thousand volts usually above 50 volts unless you're talking about low voltage systems you know we're talking like 5 volts 10 volts 15 volts 24 volts stuff like that so let's start out with the really low voltage stuff um, you're going to come across probably 5 volts and 10 volts maybe 15 volts dc Uh, A lot of times in lighting control systems or energy management systems, if you're gonna work in places where there's like refrigeration and there's remote monitoring, um, a lot of those systems work off of communication signals back and forth where they're sending like a small little uh, five volt DC pulse and that's how they're signaling some of this stuff to turn on and turn off. Um, But it's pretty rare that you're gonna come across those voltages otherwise. Uh, Another one is 12 volts. So 12 volts you're probably gonna come into all the time. There's LED ballasts, drivers. They're actually called drivers, not ballasts. But there's a lot of places where you're going to come across 12-volt power supplies. So 12 volts is a a fairly common low voltage uh, voltage that you're going to come across. And then you got 16 volts. uh, 16 volts, a lot of doorbell transformers um, are run on 16 volts or 24 volts. Um, But that's the rest of these voltages as well. 24 volts is another really common thing that you're going to find um, in a lot of LED-like strip lighting um, because you run these like led tape you run these strips over a really long distance 24 volts can actually just push a lot further down the line without there being a voltage drop and you don't have that dimming effect so you're going to run into a lot of that in those kind of environments Um, 24 volts you're probably going to run into a lot in um equipment and like, you know, large cabinets where you're running machinery, a lot of times we'll bring uh, 240 volts or 120 volts in and then convert it down to 24 volts and run all of these small little signaling things. So it's kind of like putting a panel into something that's only 24 volts. It's like something you can pull a lot of power and distribute it to a lot of other little things. But that's pretty much it for under 50 volts. Those are the voltage systems that you're going to come across. And a lot of them are AC or DC or some of them are both. Um, But we'll get into the whole difference between how AC voltages and DC voltages operate in a later video. So next we're going to talk about uh, voltages between 100 and 250 volts. This is kind of the next class of voltages that you're going to come across. And both in single phase and three phase. So in single phase you're going to come across systems that are 120, 240. And that makes sense right? You've got 240 volts and when you cut it in half you get 120 when you have a neutral present. Um, Otherwise, everything, all the motors and machinery would just run off 240 volts. But the math makes sense how you get from 120 to 240, right? It's just cutting it in half. You're cutting your voltage in half, less pressure. But once you get into three phase, it's kind of weird because you have things like 208, and it's like, okay, well, how does 208 factor into it? So if you have three phase, there's two different kinds of three phase services. There's either a Y configuration or a Delta configuration. And it's based off of what the power company supplies to a building, what's in the area. Sometimes in different factories and different buildings, you're gonna have motors that require a little bit more torque. And so they're gonna need a a Delta service rather than a Y or something that has like a whole bunch of lighting loads specifically. It's gonna do better on a Y configuration because you're gonna have a neutral with it as well. So there's reasons why, and again, I'm not gonna get into all that crazy stuff in this video, but I just wanna break down how these voltages are derived and what they mean. So when you hear, 240 and 208, kind of the same thing. Really, 240 just means that you're working with a delta configuration, the transformer that's provided is in a delta wiring configuration. And that just means that each one of the coils inside, or each one of the windings inside of that thing are run end to end. In a Y configuration, the centers of every single one of those coils meet up. So because they're wired in that configuration, you just get a different voltage out of it when you run incoming power, Outcoming or outgoing powers is slightly different. So um, just know that if you're ever wiring a place and all of the specs call for 240 volt stuff, and you're reading nameplates on equipment, it's all 240, 240, 240, and you realize that your service is 208, you need to say something. You need to address that and figure that out because that equipment is usually rated within five or ten percent of its value. So if you overdrive or underdrive those motors, you're going to burn them up over time. And something like a $200,000 CNC machine, like this, really, really important to know. So that's pretty much it for the, for the 250 volt and, and under voltage systems. Now we get into a little bit higher voltage. This is a lot more dangerous stuff, um, but you're talking 277 to 600 volts. So 277 is very similar to 120 in a, in a lower voltage situation. It's where there is a hot and a neutral. They're just at a lot higher potential. So 480 volts is the same as 240 volts and 277 is the same as 120. So most systems that you're gonna uh, come across that are higher voltage, um, you're gonna have 480, 277, or you're just gonna have 480. There is one other voltage class above that, and that's 340, 347 and 600 volts. So same thing, 347 is just hot to neutral. It's just a really, really super powerful uh, amount of power. And then the 600 is the line to line, we're hot to hot. Uh, But that's pretty much it. That's, that's the voltages. Um, I'm going to go on the the blackboard or the whiteboard over here and sit and kind of do some calculations so that you understand like how you're deriving, you know, some services will have 240 and 208 and get 120 and like understanding how all that works. I'm going to actually break that down for you. All right. So let's look at uh, different windings for different transformers and sit and break down how these different voltages come out. So, first we're going to look at a corner grounded delta and that's just a delta configuration. Again, on delta that means that each uh, winding of this transformer, there's three windings, each one is uh, wired end to end or in series. Um, So, with corner grounding that means that they actually ground one corner or where two of these meet uh, together. So, the voltage in something like this, if we're on a lower voltage system is going to be 240 volts um, between each end of that winding. And it's the same for all of the windings so you're going to have 240 between all of them and from any point to ground you're also going to have 240 so that's pretty easy that makes sense right there's no neutral in here at all nothing's tapped so that you can get 120 volt load out of it in this situation it's corner grounded there's only 240 volt loads that can be served with this another common thing that you're going to see out in the field is a Uh, center tap delta and that just means that instead of tapping the corner where you've got two of these windings that come together or two of these coils, you're going to tap in the center of one of them and what that does is it gives you a halfway point it gives you a way to split the difference of potential of one of these and have two smaller differences in potential so you're still going to have 240 volts across all of your coils, uh, 240 between there and there there and there, there and there, but because we just basically cut that coil in half or we intercepted the halfway point of it, it allows us to get 120 volts out of each side. So this is really common, you're going to see this, um, a lot of like older buildings, uh, even houses, like there's places around here in Austin like old lake houses that we come across this uh, three phase four-wire system where it has what we call a high leg or a wild leg. And it's usually uh, one of the incoming wires that's coming up from the transformer, it has orange tape around it. And the reason is we have standard voltages everywhere in the system, but look what happens when we try to take voltage between this and ground. So like from here to ground, you get 120, here to ground, we get 120. But what happens from here to ground is you get 208. Which is strange, right? Like, why? But you need to understand that that's a single phase voltage. That's for one hot to ground. You're getting 208 volts from one black wire, essentially, to neutral or to ground, and that's really dangerous. A lot of times people will hook up like lighting loads and things like that, and you'll just fry stuff because you're running 208 volts through that piece of equipment that's only rated at 120. So understanding that uh, you have a high leg when you're working with a center tap delta is like a, a really crucial thing to understand if you ever see an orange conductor in with any black, blue, or, or red conductors, you need to like be on alert like, oh, this is, there's something different here and I need to be really careful. Um, usually that's on B phase, there's some utilities out there that likes it to be on C phase, um, but, but again, just understand what it is, it's, it's super dangerous. So the math behind how that works and why that works there's a number that I've talked about before, and it's the square root of 3, or 1.732. If you ever do calculations in three phase, you're trying to calculate the size of a transformer, or you're trying to figure out um, KVA, power factor, or a lot of these different things, you have to use the square root of 3 when you're multiplying things. So if you're trying to figure out single phase, you don't have to do that. But because of the ratio of these windings and how three phase operates, you have to have this extra, number that we input into calculations, and it's the square root of 3, which equals 1.732. So if you ever look at voltage systems, and you're looking between your line and your neutral voltage, if you multiply 120 times the square root of 3, you're going to get 208. So that's not an intended thing that happens. It's just kind of the byproduct of, how this power is coming in, how the windings in that generator that's generating all of this power come together and produce voltage. So you get 208. It's the same thing if you look at a y service, say we've got a three-phase y. We've got 208, oops, uh, between each one of our windings. We've got 208, 208, 208. And we've got 120 between each to the uh, center tapped ground. It's the same thing, we have 120 between each one of these, between this leg and ground, this leg and ground, and this leg and ground. But if you take 120 times the square root of 3, you get 208. So that's just to understand how that number works. 480 volts is the same way a lot of people that start saying like, okay, well how the hell do you even get 277 versus 480? And if we look at it, just scratch all of these out and say this is 480, 480. And 480, well, 277 times the square root of 3 equals 480. And it actually probably equals like uh, 479.25 something or other. But you get the idea. Um, And I don't just know that, that's something like you can do the inverse of it, divide 480 divided by, you know, 1.732, you get 277. So that's where these weird numbers come from, Um, when you see, 208, 230, 240, uh, 277, it kind of gets confusing and you're like, well, which one is what and how are we doing this? When you're actually out in the field, it's not really that difficult because you've got wires that are certain colors. If you're working with brown, yellow, and purple or brown, orange, and yellow, depending on what municipality you're working in, you know that that's a certain voltage system and that's going to be 480, 277. If you're working with red, black, and blue, you know that you're going to be within, you know, the 120, 240 range and that includes... Uh, 208 as well. So I hope that cleared it up. Uh, Three phase, single phase, same thing. You can still have 480 volt and 277 volt in single phase. And in three phase, you can have 241.20 in three phase and single phase. All right. I hope that helps. Uh, Let me know if you guys have any other questions. Um, If you have like very specific things that you want to know, or if you want me to cover something a little bit better, um, leave a comment below. I love you crazy fuckers and I will see you in the next one.